Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. John Drucker Miller with you this morning. A lot of weather out there this morning. Let's get right to it. The Ware Mechanical Weather Center alert. Storms continue to pound northwest Georgia this morning. Tatuga and Tryon schools are on a two-hour delay because of heavy rain. A new storm threat just out as we record this at 6.50 a.m. In effect through 8 a.m. continuing storm coverage on Hometown Headlines throughout the storm threat. Also, this update possible chance, slight chance of snow showers on Friday morning. Dining news today, plans for the new Panda Express in East Rome are now online. Looks like around 2,300 square feet under roof with room for 68 customers. A reminder, this evening's Hearts United Gathering at Rome First United Methodist Church Wilder Center begins at 6 p.m. open to all. The new focus this year is going to be focusing on community issues rather than a guest speaker. Again, it starts at 6 this evening. Uh, Politics today, Republican Andy Gunther of Bremen has joined the 14th Congressional District race. That gives us seven candidates. Looks like John Barge will formally declare he's in the race on the GOP side later today as well. Also, we'll have more on the new paper ballot system. Another test was held uh, with an election on Tuesday here in Georgia. Elections Chief Robert Brady will join us on the Drug Report podcast, possibly later on today, posting later on today with those updates about what that means when you and I vote in March in the presidential primary. Other news today from Buzz, the Sheriff's Office and ICE are going to meet on March 31st. We'll tell you how you can get involved in that. Georgia Power's tax credit is due in this month's bill. Be on the lookout for that one. Education news, Rome salutes regional tech fair winners. The Carnegie Foundation has selected Barry College for a 2020 community engagement classification. And fans of higher ground on Broad Street in downtown Rome, great project there. They are evolving their film festival and will work with the Lookout Wild Film Festival out of Chattanooga. That event will be at the DeSoto on February 22nd. Daily features today, we say farewell to Mr. Walter Lee Johnson, Jr., and Mr. Roderick Montgomery. We have public health restaurant inspection scores for you this morning as well. Greater Community Bank brings you Crime Watch. Floyd Bartow and Polk County is now posted on the website. Truett's Chick-fil-A Sports Report, a very busy one today. We have more updates last night from local high school basketball. Also signings from a lot of area schools yesterday. That's now posted on the sports page as well. Uh, we have more high school tournament updates for you, local college results, Parks and Rec sets the youth tournament schedule. Also tonight, don't forget the Junior NBA Skills Challenge at the Thornton Center. And also baseball, Rome Braves continue preparations for the new season. Our community sports links, tickets remain on sale for Monday's 2020 Hall of Fame Banquet and Harbin Clinic's Leprechaunathon 5K Run 2-Mile Walk set for March 14th. You can sign up right now. And now it's time for our rant of the day. We call this one Three Days of Rancor. We don't recall a news triple header of this level in the last 42 years of being in journalism. On Monday night, one of the most outdated methods of formally starting the presidential election season stalled horribly amid the glaring eyes of millions. Either on TV or streaming, the Iowa caucuses founded amid high-tech tweaks made to this outdated and aged process. Why parties haven't replaced this with a five-state that includes all corners of the country and the Midwest with a five-state primary to start things off is beyond us, maybe in four years. The next night, Tuesday night, it was the State of the Union address. 
Blistering reviews continue on Facebook, some trashing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi for shredding Donald Trump's speech on live TV, while others compare the whole thing to a stage show compete with the prearranged reunion of a service member and his family, as well as the Medal of Freedom presentation to an alien Rush Limbaugh. There are some pretty vicious comments on both sides on Facebook, and they continue this morning. Finally, on Wednesday, it was a very stoic Senate impeachment vote as two articles facing Trump, abuse of power and obstruction of Congress, were reviewed. It was basically a guilty or not guilty vote, mostly along party lines, falling short of removing Trump from office. Georgia's two U.S. senators voted with the Republican majority, as in not guilty, Mitt Romney, the only Republican to vote guilty on the first count. We are also afraid to see what's going to be on today's agenda after starting the week with such back-to-back-to-back headlines. If nothing else, we're grateful to at least chase a Super Bowl halftime debate from Facebook, although we expect more comparison from the stage of the union, pardon me, pardon me, state of the union, about how its halftime resembled the Super Bowl. So now we get back to the business of Congress, the business of Washington, and that is basically doing nothing. The Senate vote won't end the debate on impeachment. It simply moves it from campaign into the realm of campaign rhetoric for House and Senate members as well as those running against them this year. Quite frankly, we're grateful for Georgia Public Broadcasting Political Rewind from Wednesday morning, chaired by the master Bill Nygut and featuring Rome City Commissioner Wendy Davis, the panel of Republicans and Democrats skillfully and respectfully debated the Iowa caucus meltdown as well as the State of the Union. It was adult, it was professional, there was agreement and disagreement. The viewers and listeners were basically left to form their own opinions. How refreshing to hear real journalism over the airways. In retrospect, so Iowa's caucuses were a bust. The State of the Union might as well have featured J-Lo at its own halftime, and the impeachment push ended exactly as was predicted when it all started. Pretty much a vote along party lines. Acclaimed sports anchor Dan Patrick, who does a wonderful daily sports radio program, usually ends that program by asking his crew and the audience, quote, what did we learn today, end quote. So we borrow from Dan and ask, what did we learn from the past three days of rancor? We learned that American politics is a cesspool and that we have no real clue why at least seven people locally, about to be eight, will spend probably more than $2 million together over the next few months trying to win at least one seat among the 535 seats in the circus known as Congress. God bless them. You would need to pay me $2 million to even think about the job. This is John Druckermiller at HometownHeadlines.com asking you to stay with us all day today as we continue to track the storms threatening northwest Georgia. Have a great day in northwest Georgia.